Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 6th of May 2022, including Emilia Fox in Acorn TV's Italian murder mystery Signora Volpe and the return of alibi crime drama We Hunt Together. And we'll also be looking at Britbox's Irish comedy drama The Dry and Amazon Prime Video's action movie The Contractor, starring Chris Pine. But first in, what is in the news? Kevin Bacon will join Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke in Netflix's Leave the World Behind, an adaptation of Ruman Alam's novel about a family holidaying in Long Island who are stunned when a couple arrive with chilling information about a strange blackout. What else is in the news, Hannah? Star Play's eight-part Tudor drama is coming to town. It's about the turbulent teenage years of the future Elizabeth I, and that will air in June. It will explore the power struggles at the royal court. I mean, power struggles in the royal domain? Don't know about that. Um, Ramona Gare plays her sister Mary, while Jessica Rain is her stepmother, Catherine Parr. Look forward to that. Okay, well, a good week, I would say. We've got um, a murder mystery, a crime drama a comedy drama and an action movie. So something for everyone, I think. We're going to start with a new Acorn TV series which arrives on Monday the 2nd of May. It's a three-parter. It's called Signora Volpe. And here's a clip. I didn't know Silvia had friends in Italy. She has friends all over the world. And enemies too, probably. I believe that you work for the UK government, Signora. Doing what? Negotiations, mainly. Silvia. Matteo. So wonderful to see you oh. here at last. <laughs> you know they found a woman's body in the lake. I'm taking a bit of a career break, actually. So we all know the lovely Amelia Fox, or mainly for playing Dr. Nikki Alexander, the forensic pathologist, in Silent Witness which, of course, is coming back soon, and we'll be talking about it. Well, in this three-parter, she plays a high-ranking member of MI6 called, coincidentally, Sylvia Fox, hence the title, because in Italian, Signora Volpe is... Is it Miss or Mrs. Fox? You'll know this. <laughs> no, the setup is that she's going to Umbria to attend her niece's wedding. And she's a bit of a workaholic, so she's a little bit estranged from her extended family, including her sister, Isabel, who is played by Tara Fitzgerald. So it's a beautiful sunny backdrop, lovely. But the groom doesn't turn up on the wedding day, and a dead body is found near his home. So she decides she's going to investigate herself and she draws on all her sort of spying skills. She's got a few gadgets. She's obviously got contacts back in London who can get information for her. And beyond that, she's kind of at a bit of a crossroads in her life because she's been totally focused on her job. But coming to Italy and seeing family life there, she starts to wonder, is there something else? Is there something more? Meanwhile, she's still sleeping with her ex-partner who is also her work colleague Adam who's played by Jamie Bamber so 
I love Amelia Fox. She's great. I really liked the Umbrian backdrop to this. It's really kind of sun-drenched drama. And it's an interesting mystery. So she's going to be investigating three mysteries in this, but it's not all heavy crime drama. There's some there's some lighter stuff as well. For for example, the disappearance of a, a truffle pig <laughs> from the village. So yeah, I um this is a classic, classic Acor TV stuff, isn't it? Makes you feel pretty good, beautiful backdrop and, and a nice sort of whodunit mystery to solve as well. So I was pleasantly surprised by this. I, I enjoyed it. What did you think, Hannah? Well, I, I really like Amelia Fox, so that's that's a win straight away. But um, for me, I mean, you mentioned the backdrop. I mean, amazing. You're in Umbria, absolutely beautiful, um, and the scenery is just is just fantastic. Uh, and and you you talked about the, uh, the, the the Italian language there at the beginning, and there's a there's a scene, isn't there, where the police officer he he says to her um, her name in Italian, and she and, and she says, oh, it sounds better in Italian. And he says everything sounds better in Italian. <laughs> and it's like, he could have channeled my husband, who's Italian, who would say exactly those words. Everything, even swearing sounds good in Italian. Um, I just, I, I, it really works for me because there's the whole, obviously the solving of the crime and all the crimes and, and, and that kind of paciness of it. But equally the juxtaposition is the calm Italian sort of way. So, yeah, I'm not pleasantly surprised. I, I thought it would be good and it lived up to expectation. Yeah, really enjoyed. Excellent. And fair play to Amelia because when I chatted to her about it, it's, it's quite all action, some of it. She just had a hernia operation when they started filming. So, anyway, that's by the by. Uh, <laughs> something a little bit darker now that you're going to tell us about, Hannah, on Alibi, it's the return of We Hunt Together. I'm going to go and investigate a murder. You going to come? Yes, after you. It's quite exciting, though, waiting for that knock at the door. Frederick alone, the police. I don't believe the person who did it had any control. God has a plan. She's playing with us, Jackson. She has been from the start. Yes, it is. Now, um, I don't know if you saw the first series of this, but I I didn't really. Um, I Do you need to see it? It's helpful, I think, um, because if you've seen the first series, it just sort of sets up this series. You, you know the characters very well. So in the first series, um, there, are, there are a couple of cops. It sets the scene for this next story. Um, and I don't think there hasn't been a huge amount of time between the two, but sort of 10 months, the action actually picks up again 10 months later when a, a young man, a young father is stabbed to death in a subway. Um, and the, the person, the perpetrator is wearing a very creepy pigeon mask and is dubbed the Burban. I mean, that, that is actually creepy. <laughs> Just very, very creepy in itself. Um, the, the, the recovering addict Lola um, who is played by Eve Miles, um, discovered, she discovers quite worrying connections to Freddie. So there's kind of, there's twists and turns of this that if you haven't seen the first series, you, you'd, you'd struggle with. They see that Freddie, who is obviously the, you know, sort of very twisted kind of gangster type troubled person, um, is now a celebrity. And so there's kind of, there's lots of twists and turns. This. It's, it's really quite action-packed. Um, and they want to know whether Freddie 
is responsible for masterminding the murder of this young father. And so, it, it, I mean, there are creepy elements of it. So like the bird mask, the, you know, there, there's, there's bits of it that aren't particularly nice. Is it, is it for me, is it something that I would keep on watching? I liked it, but I, I didn't, I didn't love it. You know, we'd, we were talking a minute ago and I absolutely, I absolutely love the Amelia Fox drama that, that kind of really got me. This not so much for me, but I, I think it is a winner because it's come back for a second series and people obviously do like it. But I, I as I say, I, I do think that you need to invest some time in, in series one before you watch this. I agree. And I hadn't seen series one, but I, w- I will go back and watch that. It is dark, isn't it? It's much darker. And as you say, it starts with this mm. father. He's wheeling the baby in, in, in a pushchair through this foot tunnel and yeah gets gets knifed to death so it's it's pretty uh pretty grim um it does give you a little teaser sort of catch up from what happened from the previous series but but really you i think you need to know more than it shows you so so yeah this character freddie played by hermione caulfield she's she's an interesting character kind of reminded me slightly of aspects of her of, of villanelle in in Killing Eve, because she's a sort of highly unpredictable, intelligent sociopath, really. Um, I like the sort of odd couple cops. I think that I like both those actors. I like Eve Miles and Babu Cisse. That combo works well together. And there's there is a little bit of humour in it in the sort of chat between them. But but yeah, the overall it, it is it is quite a dark crime drama. But I think it's very stylishly done and um yeah worth going back and starting from the very beginning i think which you will be able to find on now tv next up on amazon prime video we have an action movie starring chris pine it's called the contractor and here's a clip we gave them our minds our bodies and our spirit and they chewed us up and spit us out I just want to check in with y'all on your past due payment. Message deleted. What you did in the uniform? Sledgehammer shit. Our thing, scalpel work. We operate a deep black OGA offshoot with direct presidential authority. Bank some decent cash, put a down payment on the house. That's not dangerous. Now I know you're lying. Baby, I need to take care of my family. So this arrives on Friday, the 6th of May. We recently saw... Mr. Pine in uh, All the Old Knives, didn't we? With Thandy Newton. That was all about spies. This time, he's playing a special forces soldier called James Harper, who he's been discharged from the army. It's an honourable discharge, but he's not going to get his pension. And we see that bills are piling up and he's kind of up on the roof of their house trying to mend it. I don't know why they're so skint because they both seem to be working, he and his partner. But anyway, that's his situation is that he's kind of been left in the lurch by the military. So what else can he do? He, there are opportunities working in private security. You know, you read a lot about this sort of ex-forces people going abroad to the Middle East, places like that. Um and he decides to do that, working for this company run by Rusty Jennings, who is a veteran, and he is played by Kiefer Sutherland of 24 fame. So, yeah, terrific cast. The setup is good. I mean, it slightly reminded me of The Rock, the Ed Harris movie, where 
Ed Harris's character is, is out to kind of avenge the fact that all these soldiers have been let down by the military. So there's that interesting setup. There's the family dynamic. His wife doesn't want him to go and risk his life, but they do need money. So I like the setup, but I have to say it doesn't quite live up to the promise of the sort of the first few scenes. It reminded me in a way also of Clear and Present Danger, which is that brilliant Jack Ryan film about these special ops guys who are, who are doing black ops and then they kind of just get left in the lurch and the mission all goes wrong. So th- this mission, yes, it does go wrong and I won't say how things pan out, but yeah, he finds himself, well, in clear and present danger, can I say. Um, look out for Eddie Marsan, who gives it a, a real lift when he appears in the second half of the movie. Of course, he's recently <laughs> been in The Canoe Man drama on itv which is well worth catching so it's pretty much what you might expect it's kind of special ops ex-military going on a mission it goes wrong will they escape um not brilliant but chris pine is reliably good i I really enjoy watching him and um yeah a nice nice part for eddie marsan so what did you think of this one hannah well, it certainly is action-packed, isn't it? And pretty dark as well. I mean, if the thing that I would say about this is that if you watch the trailer, I think you've seen the best bits, and that's a bit <laughs> of a worry. You know, when you you, you, know, you just see everything's packed in it. When you yeah. watch the trailer, it's absolutely just captivating, absolutely brilliant, but almost like I feel sort of a sense of warning these days when I see a trailer that's that good, and I kind of felt that with this one, uh, if I'm honest. Um, one thing I would say about it, though, is what I find interesting is this. We know that there's a lot of servicemen that are kind of, you know, not looked after. And this kind of really shines a light on that in a different way. But it kind of struck a chord with me um, with how they're not looked after and kind of they, they put their, their life on the line. And, and actually, um, in this, they continue to do so, but for other means. And you say they put themselves in clear and present danger. Um, and it is, it's... it's I, <laughs> It's not the worst thing I've ever watched by a long by a long shot, but I do think that if you've watched the trailer, you've watched the best bits. Yeah, and trailers are just so incredibly long these days. Certainly in the mm. cinema, you you watch them and you think, well, there can't be much more <laughs> to find yeah. out about this film. Anyway, um, we're going to finish off with a comedy drama on BritBox that you're going to tell us about, Hannah. It's called The Dry. I'm Siobhan. Everyone calls me Shiv. I've just recently moved back from London. And I'm an alcoholic. 35 and I'm not where I thought I would be. We can put on so far on the can't we? I'm different now. So everyone keeps saying. This is this is fun. This this is quite a different tone actually to kind of what we've been talking about previously in this podcast because we've looked at some kind of fairly action-packed and and sort of quite deep um uh things because you know we've seen we've seen murders and we've seen all sorts of fighting and drama and action this is this is different altogether so this will this will resonate with many people but also kind of has a real sense of humor about it it is a real comedy drama and it's the trials of a recovering alcoholic um and it's an eight-part series and it, it centers around the artist Shiv Sheridan, who is um, Roisin Gallagher in The Fool. Remember, the brilliant Fool. Um, and basically, after many years in London of doing all things that she shouldn't be doing, 
she's it's taken its toll and she needs to sober up and she goes home to Dublin where this is set and she tries to settle back into her life with her family and she needs to keep on the straight and narrow. You see her in the AA meeting where she needs to, she, it makes me laugh because she, she talks, she talks quite a lot before she finally says, you know, and I am an alcoholic. <laughs> it's like the final bit. That's the bit she's there to say, but she just can't quite get it out. Um, but it's, it's, it's the battle of trying to stay sober um, and also trying to stay sober when you've moved back in with your parents. I'd imagine it's pretty tough too. So, uh, you know, there she is um, trying to fight her demons while also realising that her family's got an awful lot of secrets themselves and that doesn't really help her either to try and stay on track. She's also thrown into the mix um, her old bad boy ex, Jack, um who's there kind of you know waggling a bottle of red wine in front of her nose at every corner so there are some really funny parts of this it will resonate with a lot of people um and i just i just i think it's just a really good drama actually that that make that makes you laugh makes you have a good giggle what do you think in i really liked it uh, i accidentally watched episode five thinking it was episode one and i thought wow this just drops you right into the heart of the action with no explanation of what's going on <laughs> Then I realised I was watching the wrong episode. Anyway, I'll tell you what it reminded me of to, to an extent. I'm not saying it's the same, but kind of Sharon Horgan, Ashling B territory, that mm. great series they made. I think it was called This Way Up, uh, in which the sister is sort of has mental health issues, but is trying to get her life back together. This has got the wonderful Kieran Hines, who we saw quite recently in Belfast. I mean, he's such a great actor. He plays the dad who's having his own, well, relationship problems with the mum will come to the fore. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's really well done. It's got great music. I think um, Gallagher is great as Shiv. It, it has got some nice comedy. It's got that that beautiful Irish turn of phrase as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, I really liked it. And um, I will watch the rest. Yeah, so I think this is a decent offering for BritBox, definitely. Right, Hannah, we've got to that time where you tell us what you've been binge-watching. So what are this week's choices in the Fernando household? <laughs> but they're quite different. Let me just put that right out there okay. now. <laughs> has got talent, child-friendly. The other one, not so much. Netflix's Jimmy Savile. I mean, that the whole ooh, dark, 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 dark. So you can see quite extreme viewing. How about you, Ian? Well, as you know, I'm a keen amateur thespian. Hannah, and as my theatre is putting on Little Women, I decided to watch the the film on Netflix, the film version that was quite well received. It's got a good cast. It's got Meryl Streep, Laura Dern, Saoirse Ronan. Is that her name? I think so. But yeah, I love the book. I love Little Women. Okay, well, that's a very good period drama. I think good adaptation, and also, of course, the wonderful taskmaster now we just got time to look ahead to next week so what are we going to be binging on hannah well claire danes and tom hiddleston star in the essex serpent which is on apple tv plus as a period drama about the hunt for a sinister sea creature Ooh. and game of thrones actor sophie turner has a new role in the now tv true crime drama the staircase so we look forward to those and more but in the meantime 